0: Welcome to Take It Down a Notch with Rob
1: and Lindsay Lee.
0: There you go. The
1: temptation to, as he's counting down, uh, not to go blast off or Happy New Year every single time.
0: This could be this could be a rough one, folks. I don't know. Could be. Could
1: already be. is. <laughs> it's just we already have had a write error. Somebody interrupting. Yeah,
0: we knock at the door.
1: Lindsay singing. Yeah. All the things that could go wrong have gone wrong. Actually, no, <laughs> knock on wood, very lightly, so it doesn't echo. That was my phone. Knock on wood, that um, nothing else goes wrong.
0: There you go. We're going to be fine. Yep. So it is late. We uh, we just got back from having a nice dinner at Trails Inn, in Snohomish.
1: Yeah, we skipped yoga.
0: Skipped Everybody yoga. Everybody abandoned us. Yeah, it was a wee show. So, a wee show? Yeah, we showed up.
1: Oh. So, no
0: show. No show. Nobody I thought shows up. So we, show. I thought we you were gonna say a Lee show. I thought you were trying to say Lee show. We showed up. We showed up.
1: Well, we ended up having a great evening. Yeah, it was we good. Actually, yeah, we had dinner, and Dad didn't wasn't on his phone, or Mom, or I, the whole time.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it was it was kind of nice. We all kind of just uh, socialized and it
1: was relaxing.
0: Had nice food. And
1: we were all in our yoga gear, so.
0: Yeah, it was a little cash. Well, we were a little, a little bit
1: worried we were gonna be underdressed. But you know, snohomish dinner it's on snohomish. a Tuesday. Wasn't that big of a deal.
0: No, it was all fine. I did feel a little I didn't my toenails were not painted. I should have gone with the orange toenah no, paint. That would have been that would have got us <laughs> I don't
1: know if we should talk about that, but it was a little wrong.
0: It is a little wrong, but there was a guy. There was a guy there. On um, the
1: outside, so he was sorry. I interrupted. No, no, go for it. Uh, He was standing outside, like, on his phone. Like, I thought he was maybe picking up an order. I couldn't tell if he was, like... He didn't look like he was waiting for somebody, but he looked like he was waiting for something. So he already looked a little, like, weird. And he was outside the restaurant. And then, all of a sudden, all you could see is he's wearing flip-flops with, like, peach colored, okay? Like, coral, peach, orange, brightly colored to toenail polish, which, like, go, you guy, but it was just like so random,
0: yeah. And and it was, it was uh, he was cool, he had a
1: full beard, for, like an kinda, interesting beard, yeah, kinda, like What
0: kind of kind of you know, uh, close to 50, I would yeah. guess. He was not a young man, um, not as old as me, but not a young man, and these bright, I don't. They could have been. They would have been appropriate for a safety vest. And he wasn't this like was dressed
1: up in any other way. His his hands were not painted. They didn't look no. manicured from what I saw. I didn't seem like weren't. there. Seem
0: like there should be a story there. But they there, really. There they really stood out. They really.
1: And did you see that the guy he was with? Who met him for dinner. Yeah. That that he was wearing like big socks with like dinosaurs with a yeah, like, like, really, riding them or something. Like yeah. riding the dinosaurs. Yeah, really or something.
0: really interesting socks. So yeah, I don't know. I don't I'm sure he's, he's a, I'm through. sure he's a wonderful yeah, he's wonderful so man. Would probably be you know, be But
1: dead because I, I told I told mom <laughs> and dad, I was like, I don't know about Trails End. I'm like, I thought that was kind of a fancy place. And they're like, ah, it's fine. We won't worry about it. Like, we're all, you know, in the same gear. So, it works out. You know, it's not like one dressed up and everyone else now. And so, my dad and I immediately said something when we got, because we all drove separately. So, I got there. And I was like, well, I don't feel that bad anymore. And he's like, I know, right? <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was an interesting time at that trail. There was a lot going yeah, on there. Yeah, there
1: was a lot going on There was a four-year-old, like left the restaurant when her family didn't like see her leave yeah. or anything I'm, and then all I'm, of a sudden everyone goes hey I'm... where's the kid at and then you see her running down the street
0: <laughs> i'm gonna go to the bathroom outside Boo! i'm gone <laughs> and yeah.
1: then you have her older sister who has like a huge <laughs> leg brace chasing after her her dad and grandpa in the car running around so <laughs> much looking for her Felt so bad. It was uh,
0: it was an interesting it was a major time. Major
1: entertainment for our half of the restaurant, though.
0: Yeah. So yeah. She's safe. By she's
1: the way. She's, all she's all good. Everybody's good, good in Snohomish. She had a good adventure.
0: Yeah. There's uh there's no 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 uh, no bad times happening in, in Snohomish tonight. No. So yeah, it was it was fun. The uh, the orange fit toenail polish though really stood out. Oh it yeah, was, it was something. There had to have been a story. There had. It, it seemed like it just didn't. It did not fit in with the rest of the, the ensemble. He was. He yeah, was sporting. It, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So anyway.
1: All righty. Well, but, today is our Mother's Day podcast. Mother's Day was last week um and we are well like the week before last, but you know <laughs> a couple weeks ago <laughs> it was by the time the podcast come out you know it's basically already next year's mother's yeah, it's, day it's pretty much know. father's day
0: by the time you'll be listening to this yeah. but yeah. we're gonna do the mother's day podcast we'll do the father's day podcast in july 4th something yeah, perfect, like that perfect so
1: um and well we probably will just skip the Father's Day podcast. We'll yeah. just do like a graduation podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, just something like else.
0: Oh, by the way, happy graduation. Oh yeah, that's right. Father's were in there somewhere. Yeah,
1: father somewhere. I'm not really sure where we can We could schedule him in for like a few minutes, you know, something like that. Yeah. Any I'm not bitter.
0: It's okay. Yeah, dad. I'm gives fine. A doesn't <laughs> doesn't bother me a bit. <clears throat> yeah,
1: yeah well, we we well, we can talk about that on the Father's
0: Day podcast, dad. <laughs> <laughs> But, but
1: we are having a special guest, hopefully, at the end of the podcast yeah. um, that we've been talking about for a little while. Yeah. Um, Dad's mom, so my grandma Grace, is going to be joining us. Yeah. Well, joining dad.
0: Yeah, we recorded We recorded this while I was in uh, Utah with my mom, and I have not listened to it yet, so I hope that it's, it's good decent. enough. If it just ends at the end, you know it went horribly wrong, but uh, but Yeah. We're How was your, you guys, right you were
1: just down there on a trip. How was that trip?
0: It was amazing. I think we talked about it in the last podcast. Did we? Oh, we just talked about it before the podcast. That's why I'm asking you now. There we go. I thought we, we an talked about it. in my head. Jeez.
1: No, we only talked about the stolen iPad. Which, by the way, go listen to our last podcast to listen to this amazing story that Dad told about his st- stolen iPad. Oh,
0: that's right. We're, it's that's... currently
1: our least listened to episode, so please go listen
0: <laughs> to Because it. it's
1: like one of our best ones. I'd say it's up there like top five, top four. Best episodes. Yeah. So, go cool. listen.
0: Anyways, so finish this podcast first. We, we went... We... I went down... My mom lives in uh, Las Vegas. And so, I went down to Las Vegas. And we went down. Hung out at the Strip um, on Saturday night. Which was very interesting. As always... Uh, some of the best people watching in the world is on the La, uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, you see all kinds You see all kinds in um, wandering around down there. It's a lot of fun. We walked uh, about five miles on the Strip. And uh, um, then we got a little hors d'oeuvre, kind of a snack type thing. And then we Ubered our way back to the car. We didn't walk five miles back. And then uh, went home for the evening. But uh, So it was a lot of fun. And then um, we went down to, um, or up, I don't know where, I guess up from there over we went to uh Nevada or up to Utah from there to um Bryce Canyon which was amazing Bryce Canyon is one of probably one of the most back most spectacular places uh, I've ever seen it uh it's it's really awe-inspiring um I've seen the Grand Canyon which is very cool it's just massive um but uh, Bryce Canyon was like, wow, this is all kinds of amazing. So we spent a couple of days in Bryce Canyon and uh, stayed in a little town called Pangwich. So I just love the name Pang-wich. Um And we, we stayed at a little uh, stayed in a tiny house, a little Airbnb there. And uh, and at the Airbnb, we did a little, we did a little impromptu uh, podcast with my mom and. Uh, I think the sound might be a little rough because we didn't have the full setup with the mics and and everything. We had we had mics there, but the little tiny stands, and um, I think there was lots of noise and stuff going on. But so it might be a little rough, but uh, it should be good stuff on there. So, but
2: very cool. Yeah, it was nice.
0: It was nice. I was just down there for about four or five days, something like that, and mm-hmm. came on back. And then we did Mother's Day.
2: Yes. Here at the homestead.
1: With my mama. Yeah. Yeah. So we did, for Mother's Day this year, um, we decided to um, help mom with her yard. Because we have a pretty decent sized yard. uh, But we don't really have anyone to take care of it that has enough time during this few sunny days that we get. The few sunny afternoons. Especially with mom's new job recently. She normally doesn't get off early enough to do a few hours um even if she wants to. So we um and around this time of year is when she wants to, but all she ends up being able to have time to do is a little bit of weeding so she doesn't get to her planting. And so we thought we'd try to help her out. Um so all the kids came over and um, we got a lot done. A lot more than anyone was expecting us to get done. Huh. Um some big fun projects. The boys brought out the machines. Um and then also I don't know, maybe that inspired dad but this past weekend, he kept working on the yard and got... We have this huge area in our yard that we've all kind of given up on. It's kind of the place that no one talks about and no one goes anymore. <laughs> used to be a really fun place when we were little, but um, huge burn pile that is basically the same size as our house. And um, Dad was able to demolish and push and change it all up, and it looks great back there. Um, I'm sure to other people who haven't lived at this house, it probably looks... Bad still, if that makes sense. But to us, it's a huge improvement. It's
0: it's to to Lindsay and and Jenny, the 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 pile is gone. To anybody else, they would look at it and go, "There's still a pile there because there is." Um, so it needs it's a just lot more. A different pile. Needs a lot more work. But the big parts are gone, which the, is
1: crazy because we were all told that would never happen.
0: So the 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 center. The, uh, the base, the, pile. the base of yeah, this base pile, of pile. It was about three or four very large cedar stumps that were taken out of the ground when we rebuilt the house after the house fire. So um, we took a excavator and we put them back there because we had no place else to put them. So we just kind of put them back there. That's where the burn pile was when we moved into the house. There was a, a burn area there, and we would we would burn back there. And we just kind of added this stuff to them, and um, that was it. It was like, okay, well, we can't burn it, but it's there. So then it kind of grew up, and blackberries, and...
1: It just looked like an actual giant mountain in the backyard. Yeah. Which we've all kind of ignored and not really focused on for a while, but now that we're going to have a lot of family here in August, and um, we're going to have an after-party here after the wedding, and... Um, also it would just be nice to eventually have that pile gone. Um, but I didn't think it was gonna happen. And no. then we came home from a bridal shower and all of a sudden we're like, Whoa, what happened? <laughs> so more than Mother's Day, I bet that was a big gift to mom and I. Um, but yep. on Mother's Day we got a lot done. Both the boys were very productive. Jackson was very productive. Um, Annie, would did a great job, you know, big family effort.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then Grammy and Papa and Sabrina, um, cause Sabrina was working. Um, uh, they all came over and Shauna was able to make it over for the campfire. And we had a nice, the first big campfire of the year and mm-hmm. a much cleaner backyard. And,
0: yeah, was uh, mom nice. was
1: able to recently go out and get her garden planted and, um, is planting the baskets in the front porch and, um, dad is building a new planter for mom because the planter we made like, what, like seven years ago, yep. finally busted, you know, <laughs> breaking for a while. And part of the mother's day gift was getting that off of the porch.
0: Yeah. The, this, this large planter is about five feet, five feet long and a couple of feet deep or the other direction and a couple of feet deep up on wheels, um, the kids all built it for Mother's Day about seven years ago, and uh, great pictures, great pictures of Lindsay with the chop saw, oh, cho- yeah. chopping all the wood up. And um,
1: I remember that day because it was the day after our spring formal, so he, Trevor and I were both like limping, we were sore, because our spring formals at our school were like everyone danced and you danced hard, and it was like actual dancing it wasn't like inappropriate dancing it was like you're jumping there's real dance circles because there's some people at the school who are super talented at dance and like even the awkward people were in there dancing like we were just that kind of school and um so we were all like (laughs) you or trevor and i were both just like oh (laughs) we're so tired but we did it we did it and i think you could probably see the like Makeup around my eyes, still, you know, <laughs> in the photos. And be with the chainsaw. Maybe that's why I look so scary. Yeah,
0: chops off. We didn't give you the chainsaw. Chops off, not chainsaw. At uh, twelve years old, but I was yeah. not twelve. Seven years ago.
1: Oh, i guess I was thirteen. I don't 13? look thirteen in that photo. Yeah, I at least fifteen in that
0: photo. So anyway, she uh, she. So anyway, this this planter started um breaking apart last summer. And I said, oh, uh, let's not do anything with that planter. We need to put a little work into it. That was uh, the day after it had all been (laughs) replanted. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess we're going to go with that. And then uh, sometime over the winter, we kind of tried to hoist it back up and keep it together. And uh, for Mother's Day, we were going to pull it apart and fix the parts that need to be fixed. And... uh, when we started to do that, there was uh, not a lot of parts that uh, were not broken. So we we went ahead and and uh, pulled that apart. We're going to save a few pieces, and it's almost back together again. Lindsay's watching the TV.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. For Haystack News or whatever sourcing, they're, they're sourcing from Bloomberg and CNN. They have a way of making people look terribly unattractive in these photos yeah it's like a talent yeah anyways it. it's very easy for me to get distracted
0: yeah I unplugged I unplugged the show though so we're not getting any notifications no notifications today I thought I almost shut off the TV but I thought eh, I think Lindsay can handle it but I was wrong <laughs> so anyway it's so, interesting. so but yeah, yeah that's kind of our mother's Day probably our biggest traditional Mother's day is usually doing um, something for mom we like doing acts of service work, for mom
1: Access service for mama um so it was cool it was cool to see the family get together and i know mom likes seeing us all together and working and
0: yeah so it's good yeah no it's it's nice to see everybody come together and it's uh it was really nice to get the jump start on the yard now yeah, it's yeah. easier to see smaller projects to do um to be able to Away at smaller problems as supposed to just going in and making an effort just to start a project, and then the weekend's over and it's time to go back to work, and all the work that you did over yeah. the weekend is gone by the next week. So it's uh it was very nice, but yeah, that's kind of our kind of our tradition. Yeah, from Mother's Day. We've done other things, but probably well, our most great. consistent thing we've done access service for mom.
1: We built her a fence. Yeah, we've did like a ton of like we got a ton of trees one year and like planted a ton of trees. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we
0: did the bare root thing.
1: We made her a chicken coop. Yeah. We we've done like a few outings, but uh, I think mom kind of prefers the free labor thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I think I think she likes the uh, everybody putting in that day's worth of work. Yeah, makes her feel really it. makes her feel really good. So.
1: Well, but anyways, with should that, we go let's, uh, ahead and dive into?
0: We'll turn it over to myself and mom. and Enjoy. We'll do that. There you go. Welcome to Take It Down a Notch with Rob.
2: And Rob's mom.
0: So, a little different today. I am in... Well, I went to Las Vegas, but I'm actually in Penguich, yes. Utah. And uh, we're visiting Bryce Canyon, which isn't a canyon. Well, maybe we'll cover that later, <laughs> which totally makes sense to me, since you know I had two goats, cow, and pig. Why not have a canyon that's not a canyon? So, but uh, what do you what do you think of Bryce Canyon?
2: I was astounded at the beauty, I um, in the intricacy of the uh, rock formations. Yeah, um, I think I was expecting windblown yeah and i'm sure it is windblown but it doesn't look like that
0: yeah it, it was it really was breathtaking when we came up to that first that when you when you get to the park one of the first you you go to the visitor center and talk to the ranger and all that that stuff like you do on mm-hmm. like all national parks pretty much um but then you go up the road just a little bit and the first lookout you you get out of your car and you can see that the ground kind of drops down a little bit and you you walk 20 yards 30 yards to the and as you get closer the it's dropping off like kind of like the Grand Canyon not quite as majestically deep as that but the structures are so much more intense than the Grand Canyon it's just like it really takes your breath away the all the the, they call these structures hoodoos mm-hmm. right and it Would really you... it really took my breath away I wasn't uh, I was not expecting the the actual almost gasp that you have as you walk up going wow that's just amazing
2: and the the colors are there's gray and white and this astounding red yes um that and it's all mixed together and then and and these hoodoos are tall like columns but they almost look like sculptures
0: yeah it, it's it's real easy to to assign something to them a name to them I uh, it looks like looks like this or it looks like that an eagle a hammer a, um, it just the it they look intentional, almost the way they they are. Obviously, it's just the erosion and, and things like that that are making. But it's it looks sculpted. It's just, uh, and it, it's just the whole country, the whole the whole setting is just so amazing.
2: And it's in the middle of a pine forest. Right. Um. So here are these incredible colors, and and sculptures. Um and then these huge trees. Um, it is truly breathtaking. If you ever have an opportunity to go to Bryce Canyon, um, take it. It's it's worth the well, if you're old like me, the twenty dollars to get in. <laughs> if you're not old like me, it costs a little more than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's thirty dollars for a few days pass. I don't know. If it was five or seven days, something like that. Yeah. But uh, if if you're have the honor of being a senior, you get twenty dollars for a year pass to all of the national parks. So maybe I'll be able to uh, mooch off of that again and get mom to another another national park before her time runs out. But uh, yeah. it's it's just uh, just amazing. So we went into the park, um, hit a few of the lookouts. Five or six, I think, and then jetted our way clear to the end of the trail or the end of the road, and um, watched the sunset. And uh,
2: was it was that, close to
0: ten thousand. What was it? Nine thousand something. Yeah,
2: nine thousand eight hundred and something.
0: Yeah. yeah, and for people that live at sea level, that's high um That's gets hard to breathe. <laughs> There's no oxygen there. um So just me walking down the trail, you could really feel it. And at this, at the trail or at the end of the road, the snow piles were probably three feet tall.
2: Good, three feet. Tall.
0: Three feet tall, solid ice. They weren't fluffy snow anymore. This is rock solid ice that they've carved through to get to the paths. Again, they they obviously have gotten a lot of snow here this this winter. Um, and, uh, it's, it was cold. It's, I was not, we didn't, this whole trip has not been very well planned on my part. I, I, uh, dropped all my clothes off at the Airbnb we're staying, got the suitcase and everything, and then took off with long pants and a t-shirt and that was it. Oh, a hat, I had a hat. <laughs> it, was, it was nice, but it, uh, it was about 44 degrees, 43 degrees when we were at the end and a little bit of a breeze standing by ice blocks it's a little chilly a little chilly watching the sunset
2: it was and i had a sweatshirt long pants and a long (laughs) t-shirt underneath and i was still cold so i don't know how he did it but Mom,
0: mom was a little she was she was a little chilly she was uh yeah she was not loving it but you know 44 degrees from seattle weather that's been our high for a lot of de- a lot of days lately. So it wasn't that, but the, with the breeze and stuff, after being out there for what we were out there at the end for probably about a half hour or
2: 45 so, forty
0: five minutes. Yeah, by the time my nose was getting a little cold, my the tips of my ears were a little chilly. It uh, I was I was very happy to get in the tr- in the car and and uh, turn on the heat and yeah. and start heading down the down the road. So
2: my blood's a little thin because <laughs> I've lived in Las Vegas for twenty seven years now and it uh 44 is dang cold so um when you're used to you know highs in the 80s this time of year the other day I was planting a garden and it was 99 degrees outside so yeah I have thin blood (laughs) yeah probably thin skin if some people would tell you
0: (laughs) it's uh it's it uh yeah it's, it's nice to come down here it's uh I was a little shocked when we we decided we're going to Bryce Canyon, and at the last minute, I'm like, "Well, I wonder what the weather's like in Bryce Canyon." Oh, high of sixty. Hmm. I'm glad I'm going to a climate to the same as when I'm leaving. So, <laughs> but no, it's so beautiful here. Um, I think after the podcast, it's late now. I don't know if we're the the microwave says it's eleven o'clock. But I don't think that's right. The,
2: uh, 11 o'
0: it is 11 o'clock already so yeah we've been we've been a, a long day today and uh, it's uh but no pretty amazing we're gonna go back tomorrow and we're do a little bit of the a few of the trails the flat ones we're not hiking up any thousand foot elevation gains um, some of these what was a we were listening to the one we bought a uh, a recording where it's, it's done by GPS, so as you get into a location, then this recording will come on on the on the phone and tells you about. But the one spot it was a nine hundred foot or or nine. I mean, It was thousands of feet drop off from this lookout. It just, yeah,
2: three. Yeah, there was. They think they said it was seven thousand square f- or feet down seven, to that's the right, bottom. Seven.
0: Seven thousand foot drop from the from the edge of this lookout to the to the valley floor
2: underneath at this spot so and i don't do edges
0: (laughs) so mom might stay in the car tomorrow when we take a look (laughs) at that one i'm not sure but uh yeah it's 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 been it's been pretty neat so far i'm really looking forward to we're gonna try to get up and hit the hit the sunrise in the morning but the uh um it's it's been it's been pretty amazing the whole the whole thing we uh we did, and we drove up here about a four-hour drive
2: yeah.
0: from Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we've done we've done a little bit of stuff. We went and went down at the uh, on, on the Las Vegas Boulevard on the Strip the other night. Um, saw some interesting people. Saw a lot of beachwear. A lot of beach wear. If you're looking for beachwear to to view beachwear for any of those single guys out there looking for that, don't go to Hawaii. The place to go for beachwear is the Las Vegas Strip right now. It was it was pretty wild, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we walked about four four and a half miles on the strip, mm-hmm. um, and then we Ubered our way back. We, yeah, we Ubered back <laughs> we, to the car. We were a little, that was after that was after I got up at five five thirty something like that, and then. Then all day traveling and hanging out. And then at night we went and did a five mile hike on the strip. So that was, uh, we were pretty wiped out after that.
2: Then Sunday morning, I woke him up real early and we went for a five mile walk at the wetlands. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> so he we're, may,
2: he may never come and see his mother again.
0: No, I love, I love getting to hike with my mom doing these things where um, my mom does five to six days a week. You, you hike, she goes down to the wetlands and uh, hikes about five miles at a pretty good clip. It's, uh, it's, it's a trek to keep up with them. And uh, she, some of her friends are with her and, and different, different friends, different days, I think. And um, when I get to come down, I usually get to, we get to go and, and walk the, the wetlands, which is um, a little oasis in the desert, um, man-made. It's a water treatment. So the water that's coming out of out of Vegas, out of the casinos, they treat it, and then they they let it all come out into this green belt. And there's a little river that runs through, and it's very nice. It's not a there's no there's no sewage smells or anything like that. It's very nice, and lots of wildlife, birds and rabbits and and stuff like that going on. Coyotes. And coyotes. And, which
2: scares people when you say the word, but you know. They have so many bunnies to eat. They're not at all interested in people. Um, turtles.
0: Turtles, yeah. And
2: beaver, believe it or not. And in the springtime, pelicans.
0: Pelicans. I mean, pelicans
2: so in Las Vegas.
0: Canadian geese. Mm-hmm. And ingrits. Ingrits?
2: Egrets. Egrets. The white bird with the Egrets. funny top notch. And, mm-hmm. and, and my favorite is the blue heron.
0: Blue herons. Yeah. So, um, and mallard. It's ducks yeah. and uh, yeah, lots of lots of lots of wildlife, lots of birds, and it's just it's it's beautiful. It really is. A, it's a neat deal, and it's it's really interesting for people that have lived in the Northwest, um, especially the Pacific Northwest. We're used to a lot of trees, very tall trees, and uh, we think we can see a long way ways. So we get up on a hill or whatever, and we see you know Rainier off in the distance or whatever. But you're walking through this. And you're looking, and you're like, oh, that's the Las Vegas Strip over there. I can see the hotels. I can see the stratosphere and and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's only about 20 miles away. Yeah. About about 20 miles from the Strip. And, you know, you look, and there's a baseball stadium or a football stadium. And that's about 10, 15 miles away. But it just looks like it's right there. And I mean, in a lot of places, you're just looking 10, 30, 40 miles away. It'd be like standing at my house and being able to see Renton from there. You know, it just blows me away that it's flat and there's not trees in the way that you can see so far. And then it's kinda the of, you know, Las Vegas kinda of surrounded by mountains.
2: Yes, it's a it's in the center it's a valley in the center of a bowl of of mountains. Um that this year were snow capped which is really unusual um, and um, we're hopeful that maybe Lake Mead will get some of the runoff and because um, all of our water comes from Lake Mead and um, it's not going back yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a uh, scary.
0: I've been coming out here about once a year for a few years now mm-hmm. and uh, we've gone out to out to Lake Mead multiple times over those not every year we're not going to go this year mm-hmm. but it's it is really amazing to see how far it's dropped you can see from the limestone deposits uh, on the on the rock walls around Lake Mead how far it's dropped in that especially right there by the dam but the, when you go you go out now into where the where the marinas are and stuff like that and you can see where there used to be a marina and now three, four 400, 500 yards away is the marina now because the water's dropped that far. And they've had to ex- build a road where it was used to be Lake Bed. And you can see where the, where the old boat launch used to be. And now it's changed into another road. And now there's new boat launches. And then there's another boat launch because it keeps dropping down.
2: And because it's Vegas, when the water dropped, they found all these barrels. And in <laughs> some of these barrels were bodies. Yeah, and uh one of them they still haven't identified
0: wow so yeah so some of those some of those stories you hear about old las vegas weren't made up yep. but uh yeah so it's it's i i enjoy coming down here i enjoy the i enjoy the craziest craziness of, of las vegas that really is kind of centered down in a very small area of las vegas and and just to see the difference in the in the uh architecture of the houses and how things are how things are built um my stepfather is is a retired carpenter and so it's interesting to talk to him he used to work on the casinos and so he understands the building processes and stuff and it's it's interesting to to talk about how things are done differently here than they are and and other parts of the country and um it, it, it's really kind of kind of interesting so but uh but anyway, so it's
2: not the Pacific Northwest. It's, it's not. not beautiful like, you know. I live in Las Vegas, and that's my home. But my heart will always be in the Pacific Northwest. So.
0: Yeah, I. I've,
2: I miss the green. I go up to Seattle a couple times a year, try to, um, for a green fix. I love seeing the kids, but really, it's the green. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh. But we've got, you know, we've got quite a, you're going to be coming up quite a bit, because you're coming up for one of your grandsons graduating from high school here in a couple months, or in a month Next and a half. Month, yeah. Next month. Next mm-hmm. month. Yeah, so in yeah, about five weeks. Yeah. Something like that. And then you'll be back for the big wedding, um, which we've heard lots about, the big wedding. So, um, that'll be exciting. You're uh-huh. going to come come a little early and help us, help us get set up. Mm-hmm. So...
2: And then hopefully I'm gonna still be welcome at Thanksgiving. We'll see. <laughs> Always worn, welcome. Worn out my welcome.
0: Always welcome at the Lee House. Mm, um, yeah, so so you've been, you meant you kinda of mentioned how long have you been in Vegas now?
2: Twenty eight years.
0: Twenty eight years gosh, that's just hard to believe. Twenty eight years. You'll
2: be twenty eight years in July. Yeah.
0: That's bizarre. Uh that's right so yeah you were in Vegas already when Robbie was born right that's right I was thinking was after but Bill was up here you were you were commuting at that point yes
2: so yeah so for the first two and a half years I lived in Vegas I continued to work in Seattle so I would fly to Vegas on Tuesday morning and fly back either Friday night or Saturday morning Um, so I had the world's longest commute. I did that every week for two and a half years, yeah. and then I decided to work in Vegas and work out of my house. So I went from, you know, an 800-mile commute to an
0: eight-foot eight commute. Foot
2: commute. <laughs> I have a small house.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah. When, when when you you have to. Keep, change your commute not by not by what traffic accidents but by how much dishes are in the sink and it's uh, a little bit different story so <laughs> that's right. yeah I can't believe that you you did that commute for for so long yeah. for two years that's just a, a long time to to do so mm-hmm. and uh, and so you've lived you've lived in Vegas mm-hmm. and you've obviously lived in in the Seattle area
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, where else where else have you lived
2: Oh, let's see. I lived in Hawaii. In
0: Hawaii. That's where I was born. That's
2: where Rob was born. I lived in New Hampshire. Yeah. I lived in Texas.
0: All right. So I in in, lived the San- in, Idaho. in the San in the San Antonio area of Texas. Did you li- yes. really live anywhere
2: else in Texas? Uh, uh, Wichita Falls. Wichita Falls. Mm-hmm. Which right. is kind of the armpit of the world. It's Case out. <laughs> they say they should ask. They say, "What go to Wichita Falls?" Say no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all this there is is the Air Force Base, right? It's pretty much just, yeah, it's, just it, And red it's dirt. A, yeah, it's just a big, it's a big airport for the mm-hmm. for the Air Force, really. I that's think in so. the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nobody. Nobody goes to. If anybody says they've been to Wichita Falls, they probably are. They're at least in the military, but they were probably in the Air Force. Right. So. Um, Where else?
2: And um, Utah. Utah. And Idaho. Right. And then back up to Washington. In Washington, I've lived in um, Enumclaw, Spokane, Renton, um, Moses Lake. um,
0: Wenatchee. Wenatchee. Graduated from?
2: Eastmont High School,
0: awesome. class of '65. There you go. We're alive in '65.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, I lived in in Redmond, and I lived in Kirkland. And,
0: um, yeah, we moved to Redmond um, before Microsoft was a thing. Mm-hmm. We, we lived basically right down the street from where Microsoft's headquarters is now. Mm-hmm. We used to, I used to go and play around that was all undeveloped trails and everything in there um so we, that was a, that was a place to go and cause trouble yeah for the for the older kids i was a little bit younger so it was just a place to go ride your your bikes and stuff during the day that was that was an interesting area in that that little spot that's and changed I, a lot
2: i didn't have the foresight to hang on to that house <laughs> uh. <laughs> Was kind of a, i think in 1980 we bought that house for $75,000 wow and rob so, saw it on zillow
0: right yeah what was it going for a million something
2: yeah million two or right something around, like yeah. that yeah
0: this is not a big house folks this yeah. is this is i think they added a bedroom to it since then or something or added a bathroom they added a bathroom to it right it's a th- four bedroom mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's a four closet yeah. more more of a four closet house right. pretty small bedrooms little little two story mm-hmm. um
2: with a pitched roof with
0: a pitch yeah the second story was up in the in the attic space up in the in the roof space of the lower level with yeah. the and, and yeah
2: they, yeah they hadn't done anything to the outside of the house the when my my grandmother died. I planted a cherry tree in the yard and mm-hmm. the cherry tree was still there. They hadn't redone the yard or... Yeah,
0: yeah so. but it's uh, it's within Well, it'd be a heck of a walk, but a good walk, but a very easy bike ride to the Microsoft campus from there. So it was a pretty valuable mm-hmm. value of property now. And uh, yeah, and everybody's, everybody's worked up about our interest rates now. What, what, what'd you for, pay for I interest rates? I paid
2: 14 and a half percent interest in 1980.
0: Fourteen and a half percent—that's just insane. Can you imagine? Yeah. I know people that their credit card rate is a fourteen and a half percent. Mine's over that, but <laughs> <laughs> there's there's people better than me that have better credit reading on their cards than that. But I, it's just amazing the the uh, the difference. But yeah. I guess you, know, you think about—you'd be happy to pay fourteen and a half percent if you could buy a house for seventy-five thousand
2: okay. now. Well. But seventy five thousand was a lot of money then. Yeah. And um, you know, and that's people are complaining about the interest rates. But our my experience was if you want a house
0: yeah.
2: you will figure out how to make it. I went to work and my paycheck just paid the mortgage. Right. It did not do anything else but pay the mortgage. And I didn't dare miss a day of work. Because I wasn't going to be paid the mortgage. You're the
0: mortgage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's, you know, not much has changed, I guess, on that for a lot of people. That uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm very thankful that I'm not trying to start start a family like like my kids are now, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how how it is. You in the Seattle area, you're looking at a a house that may not be fit for living in. And you're going to spend five hundred thousand yeah. dollars for for a house that, that that may not be suitable for for human being to live in there. And uh, you're easily in the the six seven hundred thousand dollar range for a starter house. And it's just amazing. Yeah. But you're renting a place. If you're renting a one two bedroom apartment, you're going to be spending you know twelve to fifteen hundred dollars a month too. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, I guess it's always a struggle.
2: Yeah, and somehow or another, in my lifetime at least, we've survived and worked it out and come out the other side. And you know, um, it taught me to be um, a lot wiser with my money than I ever thought I had to be. And um, it, you learn what you need and what you don't need and what you <laughs> you think you need and but can live without and. You know, and the kids always were well fed and had the yeah. clothes they needed. I bought Rob a pair of James jeans that were girls' jeans. Once, but <laughs> yeah, I was, my damaged, heart was in the right place.
0: Damaged me for life, but you know, <laughs> that's all my problems we can trace back to that. And uh, and I did manage to bring up the fact that I'm still owed a glider ride. So it's it's amazing I'm I'm even you know yeah. able to function in society.
2: Well, and, so. and I'm you know. <laughs> I don't know what happened to the glider ride, but <laughs> I guess I guess he's not going to outgrow it, so we have to come up with a glider ride.
0: <laughs> We're blaming that one on Johnny White. A, he's no longer able to defend himself. <laughs> yeah, it's Johnny White's fault. But yeah.
2: uh, and and it probably was his fault. <laughs> well, Everything <it> was. Probably
0: <laughs> was. <laughs> uh, why did chewed with my mouth open that day? I don't know, but the uh, no, it's uh, yeah, we you know. It's amazing what you can make it on, you know. We we went through some pretty some pretty tight times throughout. Um, those times we um, buying right. buying stuff, even when we, we you bought the place in in uh, McDonald, Texas. Yeah. Um, little little single wide motorhome, mobile not a motor home, mobile home mm-hmm. that uh, pretty much took every penny that that you were making at that point, and
2: Absolutely. and. Uh, well, we lived for nine months without any electricity or yep. running water because we bought this unimproved land and the electricity ended out at the freeway, <laughs> the highway. Yeah. And we had to purchase the telephone poles to bring it back, and it took five telephone poles to get back to our property, and they were $1,000 a piece. Yeah. And there was no put it on credit. There was no. With,
0: in the, And in the 70s, yeah. that was a, a a boatload of money.
2: A whole lot of money. And so for nine months, we were pioneers. Yeah. I will tell you, I will never be a pioneer again. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. That I... was that was a shock for now. How old was I? I was not in six. school yet. You right? Were, I was. Because just... I went to. First grade, when we moved out mm-hmm. there, right? Yeah,
2: you. Just, we moved, and then that fall you went first grade. So
0: it was pre-first grade. Yeah.
2: He walked into this mobile home, and he walked over, and he flipped a light switch, and I said, I told you, Rob, there is no electricity. And he said, but God made electricity. <laughs> <laughs> he was so upset.
0: This was before I had any type of personal relationship with God, <laughs> by the way. I'm not sure, not sure how I knew <laughs> how I knew <laughs> God made electricity but uh, it's yeah it was it was a shock mm-hmm. well and the, and the septic system was really good there too if yeah. I remember correctly when we first moved in mm-hmm. uh, I remember pickle jars were yeah. involved
2: yeah well <laughs> if you don't have any running water yes um, and I'm a city girl and so toilets were important to me So I got pickle jars and I put them in the toilet and you did your thing and then I would go around and empty the pickle jars. It seemed like a perfect solution to me. (laughs) Um, And we'd go down to the neighbors who did have electricity and running water and fill up these five gallon igloo things, you know, and, um, that's where our, our water came from there was one that sat in the the kitchen and there were one that sat in each of the two bathrooms mm-hmm. and um,
0: yeah like like the big like the big water coolers like you'd see on a job site or or maybe in a at a at a big picnic camp out where you a bunch of people where you'd have lemonade and one and great big insulated thing we had yeah.
2: an ice chest and every day I'd go to the ice house <laughs> and get a bag of ice, and we um, obviously didn't have any electricity, so we didn't have any um, air conditioning, and um, but there was air conditioning in the truck, <laughs> and we finally quit using the air conditioning in the truck because nobody wanted to get out of the truck. <laughs> so, and,
0: and you mentioned we, we, we would just go to the neighbors for water. Uh-huh. You know, the picture that that you're painting in people's mind is that you know we have this piece of unimproved property, and then there's a there's a cedar fence there, and, and you just you know go around that fence to the to the neighbor and just grab their spigot and fill up your water. Mm. Now it wasn't quite like that.
2: No, no, our <laughs> nearest neighbor was what mile and a half down the road. Mile and
0: a half, two miles down the road, and, yeah.
2: And and their names were um, the Fitzsimmons. Fitzsimmons. And. Rob's first girlfriend was Aliska and they named her Aliska because they were on their way to move to Alaska when they found out they were pregnant and so they said Aliska was as close to Alaska as they ever got. (laughs) (laughs) But Rob had some made friends with a couple, an older couple that lived about, what, three miles away? Yep. You tell them that story.
0: So we had... So we're, we're, we're out in absolutely the middle of, of nowhere. Not, not you could see nowhere from there. We were in the middle of We had to leave nowhere to get someplace. Mm-hmm. It, it was out there. So Aliska's house was about a mile and a half away. Our driveway was probably 200 yards
2: long. Oh, at least.
0: About 200 yards long was our driveway that uh, you'd have to go up. And then you're on the road to be able to get to other people's houses. Which was all gravel. Our driveway was gravel. The, all the roads um, within about five, six miles of us were gravel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was there was an, a family past Aliska's house that, uh, and their name is is, is failing me right now. Uh,
2: when, Willie, the, oh. Willie and what was her husband's name? Willie was the woman.
0: They had they had a nice little spread, um, and a, a, I don't remember, remember what kind of house they had, but it had electricity and, and air conditioning. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. But it
2: was a regular house.
0: It was a regular house, and they had they had um, when we met them, they had a fenced-in yard with grass and stuff, and they had dogs that were in this fenced-in yard, and a pig that thought it was a dog, and when you came, it would. To the fence, it would come up with the dogs and bark, and you would go through the fence and you would pet the pig and you would pet the dogs, and I don't know if the dogs and pig went in the house. I don't mm-hmm. remember, and I, I don't remember them being outside. But they would you know run around, and you could, you would play with the dogs and the pigs just like each other, and they had a good piece of property. Barb- they had a hay barn where they would they would take their hay, and it was massive. Now I was young, obviously. You know, first grade, so everything was big. But I remember this thing being two, three stories tall. At least two stories at tall. At least two
2: stories tall.
0: It yeah. was very tall, mm-hmm. and it was filled with hay. Um, but when you stack up hay in big section, it's not totally blocked completely with no gaps. There's gaps and stuff around. And I would like to go and climb through this massive house of hay. And... And explore because there's all these little cubby holes and things. Well, they also had chickens that free ranged, and the chickens would go and lay eggs in the hay barn.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And so I would go and I would find the eggs and then I would bring them back to them. Now, being a first grader, don't you don't really know about food safety or anything. These eggs could have been years old. I have no idea, but I would bring these eggs back, and they were all—they were always very happy that I was doing that, such a favor, bringing it, them baskets. Of, I not—not not like one or two eggs, like a basket full of eggs every time I would go.
2: And he called it picking eggs.
0: I pick the eggs. I <laughs> would go picking an eggs, and I would go explore this this massive hay barn full of eggs, and I just loved it. It was a high point of my existence for a long time, mm-hmm. and one day. They gave me a laying hen, laying on 12, 12, um, on Twelve. setting on 12 eggs. And that was my birthday present or just to get me to, go to crawl through their barn present. I don't know. Um, and I brought this home. And, and mom and, and John were very excited that, uh, that we were going to have chickens because we had absolutely no place to keep chickens
2: nothing
0: so in in the san antonio area of, of texas um, there are a, a multiple of things that are trying to kill you all the time
2: mm-hmm.
0: there are, there are abundance of rattlesnakes
2: mm-hmm. water moccasins and
0: water moccasins and coral snakes and mm-hmm. cotton mouths and and black widows and scorpions and plus you you know whatever else you know coyotes and Ants. Fire ants and all this stuff. So you can't just let you have to have protection for any type of livestock or any type of domesticated animal. Um, so you, you you would have you would have free range cats because the cats that were born out there would know how to defend themselves against the, the rattlesnakes and the snakes and they would kill them or scare them off. Um, and you would have to, if you had chickens, you really had to have a good, safe place to keep them. So, with absolutely having no money, now if I remember the the story, writer how I was told the story, we were we were budgeting for ketchup poor. Yeah. So it was I like, can we afford to get ketchup this week, or not? Is it a non-ketchup week, or is it a ketchup this month kind of a, kind of a budget? We we were that poor. And I bring home this thing that we now need to build a coop for 13 chickens, 11 or 12 um, chicks, and, a, and then a full-grown mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and somehow my parents get to come up with, at that point, it was probably only like 100 or $200, but there was all the money in the world, the king's ransom to build. And we built, or we, by me, this the, the seven-year-old, we built this pretty... <laughs> Pretty nice For chicken death? coop, and 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 fenced in uh, run, because mm-hmm. mom was absolutely not going to have chickens on the front porch.
2: <laughs> I am a city girl. <laughs> Sorry.
0: She says out well, in the country is fine, but we are not kicking chickens off the front porch and sweeping chicken poo off the porch. Mm-hmm. So we had our chicken chicken run. So we, yeah, we've had chickens.
2: And then and then we decided since we had this really nice chicken coop. That we would start raising chickens to sell, and yes. I'm a city girl, um, and I did not know that you went to the feed store, and you said to the guy, "I want chickens," and gave him some money, and they came in the mail. The chickens came yep. in the mail. Yep. Blew me away.
0: Yep. You'd get you'd go you'd get notification. You'd get a notification that uh, you had you had chickens, or you had live animal life, live postage or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then you would have to go and get... I don't remember what... We, we, I remember we'd get a notification.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if the notification would just reach us a day ahead, because we didn't get mail delivered. We had a post office box, right? The mailman didn't come to our house.
2: No, we, I don't remember exactly how that happened. But, but I remember would we'd, you know. we'd have
0: to go... And get, or maybe we just knew, and we just would, because you had to beat, or they'd call us or something, because you had, we didn't go to the post office every day, mm-hmm. but you couldn't leave these chickens, because they, they had enough to survive for the week that it took to get them. They weren't going to last for another two weeks in this little tiny box <laughs> with little holes got in it. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, we, we had lots of chickens, and then we had rabbits.
2: Yeah, then we got rabbits.
0: Where did, where did the goat come from? Angel the goat. Yeah.
2: Somebody gave us a goat. Somebody gave me a goat. <laughs> and
0: Somebody that knew mom really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously. Uh,
2: and we named her Angel. And uh, so I was pregnant at the time that we got Angel. And I would go for walks because I like to walk. And me... And the cat and the dog <laughs> and the goat <laughs> would walk, you know, a couple of miles. And the goat would wander off. And that didn't, we wanted her to eat the Johnson grass that were. And so Johnny White took a, a wheel from a tractor or something.
0: It wasn't, a, it wasn't super big, massive, but it was good size. So I got big truck tire.
2: Big truck.
0: In a in a with a with a rim, not just yeah. the rubber tire, but a big tire in a rim.
2: And he chained Angel on a long chain, but on a chain out and would move it around the field. Well, Angel <laughs> Angel would drag that <laughs> that tire down to the neighbor's house and rob would go to a mile and a half away <laughs> just, just,
0: and and, and this and not only the wheel and and the tire the and water dish. and a water dish which the water dish if i remember correctly was some sort of a tank like a propane tank
2: yeah, half of
0: it that propane. had been cut in half um and then because i remember there was like a valve on the bottom that was never used or whatever but So it sat upside down, this open deal, and then you fill that with water. So, you know, another 10 pounds of of aluminum tank inside of this rim with a tire and maybe some water in there. Probably all sloshed out after about 100 yards of being drugged by the goat. (laughs) That that goat would go everywhere. It would just slow it down and make it easier to find it, but it did not keep it from going anywhere.
2: I don't know. And I was, you know... It was just the way it was. And,
0: and and if the goat ever got off the chain, which I don't know how it would, but it would get off the chain, it would wind up in my bedroom.
2: <laughs> if the door was open.
0: You would go where, you'd see the tire, no chain, no goat. Where is Angel? The first place you would look, you would go in the house and go to my room and the goat would just come into my room and stand there. It wouldn't get into anything. It would just come into my room and stand there. Yep. Whether I was home or not.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was that was an amazing goat.
2: Yeah, we, we had a lot of we had yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> I have a lot of when
0: <laughs> The good old days when times were bad or good yeah. or bad or whatever. Well good old days a, when times were bad.
2: I have a history of weird animals. My I'm one of five. I have four brothers and um My mom used to say, people would say, oh, Jean, you have five kids. And she'd say, yeah, all I need to complete my menagerie is a monkey. (laughs) And in the back of the Red Book magazine, there was an ad. For $19.95, you too could own a golden squirrel monkey. And it was a picture of a monkey in a teacup. And my brother was a year older than I. He and I had our first summer where we were working. I was babysitting, he was mowing lawns. My mom's birthday was June 30th. We saw the um, ad. We knew that's what mom wanted for her birthday. (laughs) So we put $19.95 in cash, in an envelope, nothing in the envelope but the money, and then addressed it like we were taught in the fifth grade. I was 12, he was 13, um, and sent it off. We didn't think about it again. And one afternoon, we were coming up the driveway on our bicycles, we lived in Moses Lake at the time, and my mom is standing there with a postcard in her hand, tapping it. And you know <laughs> that look, and we looked at each other and thought, what have we done now? <laughs> We get off our bikes and she says, what shipment from South America? <laughs> <laughs> and we were upset because it ruined the surprise. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> how, how long after this, that you mailed this, did this happen? It like oh, it was... Months? It,
2: it was six weeks, eight weeks. So fairly, fairly quickly, considering. Yeah, yeah. And what the postcard said was due to tropical storms, your shipment from South America has been delayed. so we had a golden squirrel monkey we were the only people I knew that had a monkey Um, yeah so and then you know my brothers to not be outdone got what do you call they're not alligators but they look like alligators they're
0: ducks is what they're called
2: (laughs) yeah they were called ducks get get it
0: straight they were ducks (laughs) You just set that one up there so so easy. I don't know. I thought they were alligators. Well, I thought they were ducks, but we'll get into that story in a minute.
2: It starts with a C. Whatever they were. They look like alligators and so if we could if we could buy monkey, they could buy alligators. And there was a bathtub that the alligators lived in. My parents had really no boundaries and a good sense of humor.
0: Yeah. So her, her brothers, my uncles, um, her younger brothers are are a fair, amount, fair amount younger than, than. well I guess you were just young starting out and everything. So, but they were, the, as I got older, they took them a while to get married and out of the house. So they were still hanging around the house, uh, still living at home kind of a thing, um, for quite a while as far as I remember it, as me getting older. I have memories of them living Richard and and, uh, and David living with with Grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was visiting um, Grandma Heston, and my uncles showed me their alligators. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I, I don't know how old I was. I was little.
2: Yeah, you were like three, four, or, four. three, three or four. I wasn't
0: seven, eight, ten, but I, I was little. And... They hey you want to you want to see my duck? We have ducks. You just come see the ducks. I'm like yeah, I'm like those are some pretty pretty awesome ducks. Now I'm for at that point I think I was living in Texas. I was yeah, not we living were, in the northwest. Yeah, we were So we in Texas. weren't really I, you know ducks were not a, a big you know part of my life. So I didn't know what a duck was obviously, um, and, and now I know that it's not a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> and so a few days later, my grandma, being what good grandmas do, they take their their grandkid to the to the zoo and probably woodland park zoo if i remember correctly and and so we're wandering around and she goes, well, you know what do you want to see i want to go see the ducks well in woodland park zoo today and and back then there are ducks everywhere It was not a duck exhibit there are ducks everywhere and every you know in the penguin water in the bear, bear water everything there's there's ducks and she would go ducks there you go mallard ducks what what do you want and she would take me to other birds to think maybe I didn't know. And we're wandering around all day before we wander by the reptile house and there's an alligator swimming in the water. And I'm like, the docks! <laughs> and at that point, my grandmother realized what kind of... how, how her men-child were trying to... Totally screwed their <laughs> grandson up. They they were they were in deep trouble for many a day after from what I what I heard. Most of the story is remembered to, I remember it from the retelling multiple times. Right. But yeah. The ducks. The ducks.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: anytime I see an alligator I think, there you go. There's ducks. There's ducks. So yeah, yeah it's it's uh Yeah,
2: yeah. We've had some adventures.
0: We have we have had some adventures. Yeah. So we've had it we've had it thick and we've had it thin. I yeah. tell you what, but. Uh,
2: and you know what? We've loved each other. All the way through, no matter what.
0: We have we have. It's it's been, it's been a time. It's been a time. So, but I think we're gonna I think we're gonna wrap this one up. I think we're gonna try to get up early. We're gonna discuss the the details of that now that we're pushing up on midnight. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, if if we are gonna go catch the sunrise which is supposed to be just incredible at Bryce Canyon and uh I don't know if we'll get a chance to to recap that on this trip or, or on this uh on a future podcast but uh, thank you for for listening in and and uh letting us tell these stories and you guys have a, a great rest of your week we'll okay. talk to you later thank you much all right well, there you go. We Thanks for listening to my mom and I have our little discussion. and just wanted to come back real quick and, and wrap this up. Um, Lindsay, did you have anything else for before we go?
1: That was really awkward, Dad. Good job.
0: <laughs> I'm the king <laughs> listen, of awkward.
1: Listen up, Dad. it up. We're good. We're good. Um, no, not much. It's just a little wedding uh, update as we do every podcast, but... Um, It's been a very productive wedding week on this end, but um, nothing super exciting happening. Um, Just a lot of, like, little detail stuff and, you know, finishing up the guest list, making sure I have everyone's addresses to prep to send out invites. We're working on our wedding website, which we're going to have live soon, um, which is a lot of writing and a lot of getting pictures together and things like that. Um, Working on the schedule, communicating with the caterer and the um uh one of our event planners and coordinators and um, so
0: are we inside 90 days outside 90 days right
1: we are just outside 90 days. 90 days by the time this podcast is posted it'll be like 91 a day wow yeah so we're we're hitting we're like full stretch. speed right now um for all the detail stuff one of the big hopes um and hopefully by the next podcast we will have some updates but hoping to get started on floral research and getting that kind of nailed down. That's the last, like, really big thing. Um, we have a few more, like, big financial things because we're going to have to, you know, buy the food that month and that kind of stuff. But um, planning-wise, um, we the florals is the next or, the, like, the last big planning thing. We just have a lot of little detail things. Um, I ordered custom-painted candles for our ceremony um, for a... Candles unity ceremony thing with the moms and Hugo and I, and um, I actually just got pictures of that today, and she's finished, Um, and they look beautiful. Um, We definitely got our money's worth out of this. And they're
0: they're coming right from just down the street, right?
1: Yeah, just down the street of um, UK. Um, Didn't realize that the person I picked, um, who just had like the best style that I really liked on Etsy, um, actually lived in the UK, so... Um, although I thought that I was not going to be paying her enough for what she's doing, it, it feels like a big thing. Um, I'm actually spending out of my out of my budget because of the shipping, but that's okay. I'm happy to support somebody, and she's she sent me a mood board. She's texting me back immediately, and even with the time change, I don't know how she's doing it. Um, she's sent me like progress photos and photos of it when she was done, like. Um, do you want me to change anything? And these are like professionally taken photos. They weren't just like quick. They were like, she set up the candles and everything to make them look really nice. Like you could tell she used like lighting. Like it was like really cool. Um, she was really sweet. So I'm very happy to be supporting her and that, and, um, it'll be worth it. They look really cool. So, um, yeah, just a lot of like detailed stuff like that where yeah. I'm just trying to check off a lot of boxes Quite right cool. now. So, yeah. That's all I have for wedding stuff. That's it. How's your fitness journey going, Dad?
0: It is, uh, it's going good. It's going good. I'm uh, still going. Still going.
1: Yeah, you've gotten into quite a good routine.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm in a good routine, but I'm, in a, I'm, I'm going a lot. Yeah. I'm going a lot. Um, I need to get back to not going on Tuesday before yoga. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, wasn't a lot tonight because we skipped the yoga, but. Wednesdays, we don't do anything on Wednesdays. I, I
1: do go on Wednesdays. Oh, you do go on Wednesdays. Yeah.
0: Why do you go two days in a row? I'm not, not supposed, why to, go supposed to go on
1: Tuesdays. Tuesdays. <laughs> why do you go on Tuesday?
0: Because I wasn't, didn't make it on Monday. <laughs> you
1: just, you just it. Well, at least you can't did, skip it. At least you did go. I did because go because we didn't do yoga tonight. So
0: I go, don't. my goal is three times a week, three times a week in the gym. Mm-hmm. So, okay.
1: so Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays,
0: yeah, or Thursdays.
1: The two day in a row thing is gonna kill you. Yeah. But he's doing this yeah. thing right now where he's trying to make a smoothie every morning to get in his fruits and his a good chunk of protein in the morning.
0: Yeah, not every morning, but yeah, for uh, my standard my standard breakfast, unless I do something else, if uh, if I'm doing eggs or a something else, um, I'm doing a smoothie, and uh, check that out with the nutritionist to make sure she wasn't gonna freak out that I was having too much uh, too much fruits or something but she's she's good with it gave me some suggestions and uh yeah maybe a little protein in there or maybe um just all the stuff so we're doing we're have doing you
1: looked into way. hemp parts at all you have hemp parts in your fridge
0: i have not looked i, mean, I know about them but i have they
1: have good omega whatever they are yeah protein kind of things in them and like you get, like, three grams of protein for one tablespoon. Mm. Like, it's really good. Um, and you can put them in smoothies, and I haven't noticed an adding and texture or anything. Mm, but you out. have some in the um, meat and cheese section in your fridge. I don't know why these people need to know this, but just so you guys know. <laughs> if you ever come over to Lee House and uh, you have a craving for hemp hearts.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm not quite sure why half the stuff's in our meat and cheese drawer. <laughs> no, it's
1: not a meat and <laughs> cheese drawer. It's like a... Small containers drawer, I guess. Yeah. really It should really. called. Yeah.
0: It's uh, it's usually filled with stuff that will fall behind it whenever it's least convenient <laughs> in your life. So when you open it up, okay. All I know this stuff that mom up.
1: hasn't caught up on this podcast, but we should probably stop talking smack about a fridge. We're gonna get in trouble. Uh
0: so anyway.
1: We should go ahead and just end it, end, it end it now. End it now.
0: On that note, I'm gonna go uh, set up the blankets on the couch and. Uh, <laughs>
1: No, <laughs> we love you, mom. So we're prepared for next Especially week. Especially on the Mother's Day
0: podcast. Ah! <laughs> ah. Anyway, thanks, thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with you next week.
1: Bye. Bye.